0: in and level up. Season 2 of the Positivity Report continues now. Let's get it. Welcome back, Lightworker. This is Ryan Wilson, and you're listening to TPR. Thanks for listening. And so for this episode, The Dark Knight of the Souls, pretty much I will speak about this spiritual period and really kind of the timelines for it and some details regarding the spiritual period. But more importantly than that, I will actually look to show you and look to prove to you how even a spiritual concept like this of course, is coming from the Most High God, Yah Yahuwah, coming underneath the Most High God, Yah Yahuwah. And I'll actually look to prove that in this episode. So pretty much what we heard last episode, and so pretty much like we heard in my last episode, that, you know, with a concept like the law of attraction or like the twin flames in general, and even a concept like this that we'll speak about today, the dark night of the souls, pretty much all of these concepts are coming from the Most High God, Yahuwah. However, in our world, the physical world, Satan owns our physical world, and he runs it. So Satan pretty much masquerades and claims these concepts as his. He puts them forth for us in this New Age spirituality, which I've spoken about, and he gives it a fancy name, the Law of Attraction, Twin Flames, or even Dark Night of the Souls. He puts it underneath that New Age spirituality, and that's how Satan takes what belongs to the Most High, and masquerades it as his own, as Satan's, when it really belongs to the Most High God, Yah-Yahuwah. So that goes for the Law of Attraction and Twin Flames in general, and I spoke about that in my last episode. And now for the Dark Knight of the Souls, I'll really prove that exact point. And so before I prove that point to you, I'll kind of just explain what the Dark Knight of the Souls is, So it's really a spiritual period, and it's really as far as twin flames go. Twin flames are, the purpose is so that you can become whole and become complete within yourself. You can expose all the darkness, all of the wounds and traumas and sins, all of that darkness that you may have within yourself, hiding within yourself. The purpose of your twin flame connection is to expose all of that darkness, bring all of that darkness to the light once and for all, expose it once once and for all, heal your wounds once and for all. You heal your wounds by shining light on them. You heal your sins by repenting to the most high God. You heal your childhood traumas by shining light on them. So that's how you bring all that darkness to the light spiritually. And so as far as the darkness of the souls and why it's really connected to the twin flames is because if the twin flame connection is there to bring all that darkness to the light for you. So you can expose it once and for all. That's really what the dark night of the souls is for as well. This is a time period where you kind of wake up, where you kind of come out of the dark. And in doing that, that's how you're going to be able to start to then identify where that darkness is hiding within yourself. So you can bring it out and expose the darkness and bring it to the light. Like I said, once and for all heal these wounds, heal these traumas Once and for all. So that's really the purpose of the dark night of the souls. And the dark night of the souls is a very spiritual period. And to connect it to the most high right here off the off the rip pretty much. I spoke about several times on this podcast series the book of Job. And in the book of Job, which is in the word in the book of Job, Job's hedge of protection is removed by the Most High so that Satan can afflict him and affect him and have an impact on him. When your hedge is removed, just like happens to Job, Job could not die. When it happens to you, you cannot die. Satan cannot take you, but he can affect you and afflict you. So when you read the book of Job, you read how Job's hedge is removed. He's tested by the Most High, but he allows Satan to test him, tempt him, afflict him, hurt him. And then at the end, which I mentioned this before, the first time I spoke about it, when At the end, Job is restored two times, twofold, pretty much everything that the most high strips away during that period, during the hedge removal. It's restored to Job two times, at least two times. And as someone who's gone through the hedge removal, pretty much I can attest to that greatly that I've been restored, not just twofold, but in some cases, 15 fold and been restored in, in so much more than just two times. I've gotten back Everything that I lost, everything that was taken away during that period has given back to me by the Most High God, Yahweh, not just twofold, but at certain points, seriously, 15 fold and even more. So I've been restored and rebuilt in so many different ways. And when you read the book of Job, you will really just understand that. And when you get through this period where the hedge is removed, you will see why I'm speaking so loud. You will understand why what it's really like to be saved by Yahuwah. That's why my lips keep speaking of Yahuwah's grace and his mercy and how he delivered me and saved me. Because once you start to feel this for yourself, you will understand and it's really powerful. So that's the hedge removal. And pretty much I'm gonna show how YAH actually uses the dark night of the souls period And that's actually synced up with the hedge removal. At least it was for me, and I believe it is for other people as well. So I'll explain that point as well. So this is all really spiritual. Pretty much every single thing that I speak about in this episode is completely spiritual. Twin flames are spiritual. The dark night of the souls is spiritual. The hedge removal is primarily spiritual. Twin flames are spiritual. The energy qualities that you harness within yourself for a twin flame is spiritual. Pretty much every single thing in this episode, think about it spiritually. So that's pretty much the purpose of the dark night of the souls is to kind of bring you out of the dark spiritually, kind of bring the darkness out of you spiritually, start this period. But really when I say the dark night of the souls, because this is going along with twin flames, I'll speak more about the hedge removal as well. I'll explain some more points with that. But now to get to some twin flame work with this, The Dark Knight of the Souls has everything to do with Twin Flames. And as far as Twin Flames, it's masculine and feminine energy. It's a runner and a chaser. It's the unawakened and the awakened twin. And I've spoken about all these points, all these terms, all this terminology. If you're hearing this episode, this is phase three, the deepest level concepts of Twin Flames. I'm not going to go back and redefine a bunch of terms for you because I covered that in season two of this series TPR with my phases one and two Twin Flame concepts so we're in phase three the deepest level concepts right now so you must have an understanding of these points even if you're new here um and if you're new here welcome and like i said catch up on season two of this series tpr so thank you for that and so there's a runner for every twin flame situation there's a runner and a chaser there's a masculine and feminine there's a male and a female there's an unawakened and awakened And just like the dark Knight of the souls, there's not just one period, but there's actually two for each twin. Each twin flame is going to have to be the runner and the chaser for a certain period. Each twin flame spiritually is going to have to harness masculine and feminine energy within themselves. Some masculine energy qualities for you, like I explained before, are peace, movement, and mental clarity. And some feminine energy qualities for you are patience, love, and intuition. So each human being, each twin flame, in order to come home to yourself, you're gonna to have to harness, whether you're a male or a female, you're gonna to have to harness patience and peace, love and movement, intuition and mental clarity. You're gonna to have to harness all the, men- all the masculine and all the feminine energy qualities. And those three are not just the only feminine energy qualities and the only masculine ones, but those are just some important ones to understand. So as far as the dark of the souls, this is no different. Just like each twin is going to have to be the runner and the chaser, each twin is going to have to be the masculine and feminine energy qualities, each twin is going to have two dark night of the souls periods. So one of the periods is a very short one. This one usually lasts around 11 days, give or take. This is all spiritual, so it could be way less than 11 days. It could be way more than 11 days. But the one is closer to an 11 day period and then and then the other period is closer to 100 days or 111 days if you want to look at it that way so again this is completely a general rough outline the 11 day period could only last for two days it could also last for 22 days the 111 period could last for 30 days it could also last for 300 days however Generally speaking, the first, the one period is going to be closer to 11 days. The other period is going to be closer to 111 days, give or take. And so to define each of these periods for you, the 11 days is really spiritually intense is the best way to describe it, spiritually intense for the short 11-day one. That's why it's shorter, way more intense. And then the longer one, 111 days or more or less, That's spiritually odd. There's spiritually odd occurrences during that period. So pretty much the one is going to be very short and intense. The other one is going to be longer with a lot of spiritual oddities going on. And the reason for this is because twin flames are spiritual. The dark night of the souls is spiritual. So when you're going through this, it's having a really important impact on our world and on the spiritual world. And that's why the periods will be spiritually odd because a lot of things are happening spiritually behind the scenes in our world and you're having a spiritual impact on the world. So that's why it will be reflected to you with oddities because it's, it's really just a spiritual, spiritually the world and the matrix world, the surface world has to kind of catch up. So that's why there's gonna be spiritual weird things happening during this period. And same thing when your hedge is removed, a lot of it is spiritual. It's pretty much the the hedge removal is really just uh, testing your faith, and a lot of it is spiritual. It's really like spiritual trials, or, or really the dark side's going to try and lead you astray spiritually. Like spiritually, you'll keep seeing like demonic YouTube videos c- coming up. Or like I, like I'm saying, like it's spiritual. It's a spiritual battle. So that that means that. The dark side can come to you through your smartphone, through YouTube, through Instagram. The dark side can attack you from all angles. It's a spiritual battle. So when you're going through the dark night of the souls, same thing. You are pretty much, And when your hedge is removed, you're completely exposed. So you can be attacked from physically someone, your family member or your friend could come up and say something to you to test you uh, spiritually, test your faith that way. But also you could be tested by Satan spiritually. And that means on your smartphone. And that means the algorithm is going to put up dark side stuff to lead you astray. Like seriously, that's how this spiritual battle really works. So when you're on Instagram, when you're on YouTube, you can't just be blindly on there. You have to realize that there's a spiritual war going on and it doesn't stay away from technology in your phone. It it goes there as well. So pretty much I spoke in my TPR 62, the rebuilt episode, I spoke about my hedge being removed. And I said it was, you know, about at least four months, probably four or five, six months, let's say. And that was pretty recently in this past year when my hedge was removed. And that's when I experienced the longer 111 days dark night of the souls and the reason how i knew that it was starting for me the dark night of the souls and i've already gone through my 11 day one the intense one that was last september um and that was when i really learned who my twin flame was and that's how really yas started to awaken me spiritually and started to save me even back then he was putting everything in motion so that was last september i had the first one and then by this second this September, a year later, my second one was completely done. And I'm pretty much out of the Dark Knight of the Souls now just because, like I said, I'm out of my hedge removal as well. So just as I'm done with that, I'm also done with the Dark Knight of the Souls. So I'll get to that a little bit more. But my 11-day one was last September, And then the the longer one was in these past months leading up to this September in the last five months, let's say this is why I say that pretty much I'll I'll give, I'll give an example, actually not an odd example. I'll give you instead a a intense example. And this is going to show how the dark night of the souls actually has everything to do with the most high. So pretty much during my 11 day dark night of the soul period last September, At this point, because I said this was actually starting my awakening through Yah and he was pulling me out of the matrix, pulling me out of all this stuff that I was wrapped up in, all this darkness, Yah was pulling me out. That's why I say the darkness of the souls, it's taking you out of the darkness. But in order to take you out of the dark, you have to wake up and realize that you're in the dark. That's really the thing is the darkness of the souls will wake you up in a sense, and you realize you're in the dark and that's how you can get to the light, pretty much. That, Yah has to wake you up and make you realize that you're in the dark before you can even get to the light. Because before you think you're living in light, like at this point, like I thought I was living righteous, like whatever, and I'm actually gonna show that. But Yah has to wake you up and make you realize that you're in the dark before you even know that you're in the dark so that you could get to the light. So last September, pretty much, an intense thing that happened to me was I was at this point, I was still practicing Catholicism. So you hadn't saved me yet. So I was actually in church, right? And I almost fainted in church pretty much. So this is during this 11 day intense period. And so I pretty much had to sit down in church after I, I was standing there and literally almost fainted. I had to sit down and then afterwards I realized I'm like, all right, well, I realized it was the dark night of the souls. And then now looking back on it, because these were things. And so that was the first time it happened during the dark night of the souls when I f- almost fainted in church. And then I didn't realize then. And I actually kept going back to mass a few more times after. And it happened probably two or three times after this one. But the first one was during the dark night of the souls. Every time after was after. But I'm saying the reason I kept almost fainting in Catholic church was because y'all was pulling me out. He was trying to save me at that point. And this was last September when it started. And then I pretty much my eyes were fully opened in January of this year, 2020. So it was like those last three, four months of the year was when this really started. So it really started with this dark night of the souls because I went through the dark night of the souls, this intense period. I learned that Michelle was my twin flame And then once I learned that, I kind of realized, I'm like, all right, well, now I kind of see like, and that's when I started harnessing love and I started bringing all the darkness to the light. That's how it was getting me closer to Yah before I even realized it. So I was fainted in church and then it happened several other times. And that's how Yah really pulled, helped to pull me out of Catholicism because I kept realizing, I'm like, well, why, I'm like, why am I almost fainting every time I go to church? And then like, as I was coming to spiritual truths in January. So the first time it happened, was in September of last year, September, 2019. And I didn't realize until January of 2020. So in those four months, I went to mass a handful of times and almost, I think every single time since that first time, I almost fainted when I was in there. And that can just show you, if you are not convinced by my words, Um, if you still believe in Catholicism or Christianity, I mean, I, I literally lived my entire life a practicing Catholic up until 2019, up until I was uh, 25 years old, you know what I'm saying? And now I'm forsaking and exposing Christianity and Catholicism. It's not like I was like a, I was a practicing Catholic. I was, um, you know what I'm saying? So it's not like I was just like. So this can show you that if you are still following these things, that's why you keep having, if if you are still a part of Christianity or Catholicism, that's why you likely are having similar experiences, maybe not fainting in church, but you might keep experiencing problems and issues when it comes to your religion and Catholicism and Christianity is because Yah is trying to save you and pull you out of it. So that's precisely how he pulled me out of it. And the first time it happened was during the dark night of the souls. So that was the first time starting to wake me up before I even realized it. That was the first dark night of the souls last September. And then now I said that this second one, the longer period was in these very recent months, like when my hedge was removed after I was already woken by Yah, after I was already saved by him. So this is how I'm showing that pretty much. This is how I know for certain that, I mean, I already proved, this is how I know for certain that even the dark night of the souls is coming from Yahuwah because The first period, the first of two for me started my awakening and my being saved by YAH. And then the second one came as I was being rebuilt by YAH after I was already saved, but it led through my rebaptism. And that's where the second period led me to. So both of them were coming directly important points with YAH. If the first one was waking me up and the second one was rebuilding me pretty much. So That's the truth about both of these periods for me. So the first one I had last September was the short 11-day intense one. And then in these past months when my hedge was removed was when I experienced a bunch of odd occurrences, odd spiritual occurrences. And again, because spiritually my faith was being tested, spiritually my hedge was removed. And I also was going through this period. But this was like my final push. That's why, really, you need two Dark Knight of the Souls because the first one woke me up in a sense, but it only woke me up to the Twin Flames. It didn't wake me up to Yah yet. It didn't wake me up to Yah yet. It only woke me up to the Twin Flames. It had me starting to use love and it got the wheels in motion for Yah to really save me. But then he did save me in January and then. In March, April, May, leading up through September, that's when the second dark night of the souls happened. And this was the final purge, the final getting all the darkness out of me because he removed my hedge. He let me be tested. He let my faith be tested. He let me spiritually be affected, physically be affected in all different ways. And then when all that ended, he allowed me to do the rebaptism. Like I said, in 62, he rebuilt me. He rebaptized me. He restored me. Like I said, not just twofold, but in some cases, 15 fold. And YAH has restored me and filled me up spiritually, physically, in all ways. YAH has literally spiritually, YAH has literally filled me up spiritually, physically, blessed me, rebuilt me, redeemed me. That's why my lips keep singing of Yahuwah's deliverance, because YAH delivered me. He saved me. And then he rebuilt me. Then he restored me. So last September, September 2019, YAH woke me up a little bit. He brought me out. He brought me through the dark night of the souls, brought me into the dark and brought me out of it but I wasn't done there. He still had a whole heck of a lot of work to do. So he first woke me up that way. He said, all right, Michelle is your twin flame. This is how you harness love. This is what you need to do to start healing. And that's when I just started giving. In a sense, I was starting to give stuff up before I even was home to y'all. I was like, you know what? I'm not chasing girls anymore. I'm like, I'm not chasing physical girls for no reason. I'm like, I'm chasing i mean really as far as chasing that's the thing is you have to stop chasing so i I wasn't chasing anyone on the surface anymore i'm like i'm not chasing that stuff anymore i'm chasing myself i'm running towards myself i'm gonna heal myself i'm gonna look within that's what happened in that september of last year 2019 so then i started going within i stopped serving my flesh i stopped trying to just chase girls and then i was like you know what let me learn about myself let me learn about my spirit let me heal my spirit Let me heal my sins. And this is how Yah uses the twin flames to bring you back because he brought me back. Michelle, the reason this all, part of the reason why I was saved was really because of Michelle. That's why I have so much love for my twin flame because she helped me get saved by Yah because I mean, Yah used Michelle in order for this. You know what I mean? So yeah, woke me up at first, last September with the first darkness of the souls. I was harnessing love. Stop. I wasn't chasing so much surface stuff anymore. I was still, you know, watching pro sports and doing that stuff, but spiritually from love and I was trying to repent for my sins. I was trying to do all this stuff. And especially after I had those intense things in church, I was seeking Yahuwah out right after because I'm like. I, I, I was afflicted, so I was seeking Yahuwah out even then, before I even knew him as Yahuwah, just when I knew him as God and I was still a Catholic, I was still seeking him out after those moments where I was fainted because I'm like, what is going on here? And that's when I started to repent. That's when I started to really get all the darkness out of me. So Yah used that first period first. He gave me three or four months of putting in spiritual work, doing my thing with that. January comes around, he fully opens my eyes outside of Twin Flames, but just to the reality of the entire world, sports, Hollywood, politics, everything that he showed me, opens my eyes fully, and then he goes, okay, now is the second Dark Knight of the Souls, now is the hedge removal, this is when he really built me, so Yad needs those two periods to really do it. And just like with twin flames, there's the runner and the chaser, the masculine feminine, the unawakened and the awakened. And that's why there's two dark night of the souls periods. All right. And so those were the points as far as through the lens of the most high and with the hedge being removed. And if I think of anything else I should elaborate on, I will in fact do that. But now let me get to some like twin flame concepts for you and kind of just get some more points, important points in here for you. So I said with twin flames, pretty much each human being is going to have to harness and master masculine and feminine energy within themselves. I said how there's running and chasing. So to explain this, pretty much each twin is going to have to have periods where they are running and chasing. Both of you, just like both of you are going to have to harness masculine and feminine energy. Both of you are going to have periods where you're the runner and the chaser, where I'm saying you do periods of both. Sometimes you'll run, sometimes you'll chase because it's both. And then I even said that as far as the unawakened and awakened twin, you're really both because you're really both the awakened twin. Neither of you is awakened or awakened. You're both spiritually awake. Just one of you consciously doesn't really know what's going on here on earth. But spiritually, you both are awake. You both know what's going on. So let me explain this. And the way I'll explain these points is through the movie, The Dark Knight. <laughs> So I spoke about the movie The Dark Knight in TPR 39, where I spoke about a bunch of Hollywood movies. But The Dark Knight is a twin flame story. And that's why it's called The Dark Knight, because they're depicting really the Dark Knight of the souls and they're depicting twin flames in this movie. And I'll explain. So pretty much the classic twin flame scene for you. As far as humans in this movie, Batman or Bruce Wayne rather, Bruce Wayne and Rachel, they are the human being true twin flames in this movie and Harvey Dent is the false twin. But then spiritually, they also depict it in another way as Batman and Joker. So so Batman would be the masculine unawakened twin and the Joker would be the feminine energy awakened twin because that's how they depict it as Batman and Joker depicting the twin flame energies. Focus on energy, not spiritual, or not surface, but spiritual. So there's a classic scene, and it's the interrogation scene of Batman and Joker. And this is when it depicts them as really representing the twin flames. So, pretty much in this scene, Batman is the masculine energy, the unawakened twin. So that's why he's demanding to know where Joe from the Joker. He's demanding to know where Harvey Dent is. He's demanding to know where Rachel is. He keeps saying, Where are they? And he has no idea what's going on. He's wearing dark black, meaning masculine. So he, right, Batman right there in that scene is representing the masculine energy. And then the Joker is the feminine energy because he's wearing purple. He's wearing green. He's wearing makeup. He knows exactly where Harvey Dent and Rachel are because he's the one that, I, he says in the movie, he's like, oh, I, it's not my plan. I was here. I was locked up. I don't know where they are. But he knows exactly where they are. Oh, and he even tells Batman, he's like, I'm going to tell you where they are. And he does tell him. So he does know where they are, even if it's not his plan. He knows. So the Joker knows exactly where they are. He says it in the scene. He tells Batman where they are. He's like, I'm going to tell you where they are. And then he does. So the Joker knows exactly what's going on, just like the awakened twin does. While Batman has no idea, he's demanding to know where they are because he's the unawakened twin. Batman is wearing black looking very masculine. He's, he's beating up the Joker, hitting him, striking him, representing masculine energy. Surface levels, surface levels of representation, but still he's the masculine here and then Joker is feminine. He's wearing purple. He's wearing green. He's wearing brighter colors. He's wearing makeup. So surface, that's why he's the feminine energy. So that's the scene that really defines them as the twin flame energies. That's why Batman is the unawakened. He's demanding to know where they are and Joker knows exactly what's going on, where they are, and he's even going to tell Batman about it. And then when they depict the Dark Knight of the Souls, it's really pretty much right after this scene. So Joker tells Batman where Harvey Dent and Rachel are and then they go to save them and pretty much they can get Harvey Dent out and then they cannot get... Rachel out, and Rachel dies. And then pretty much after is the classic scene which shows Batman standing up, rising. There's, like, fire in the background that killed Rachel. His twin... his. Even though it's Batman right here, Bruce Wayne, his true twin, just died. So this can... Show you how it's the dark night of the souls. He's really in darkness at this time. And he stands up and he rises up. Batman rises up. And it's that classic scene of him rising out of the dark night of the souls. Because that's exactly what it is. You wake up in complete darkness when Yah wakes you up through these periods. Both periods. He's going to use both of them to wake you up like I showed Yeah, wakes you up during these periods and you wake up in the darkness. But that's when you stand up and you rise out of the darkness and you shine into the light. So you're literally going to rise out of the dark night of the souls. And that's why they show Batman. That's why they do those scenes back to back, because they depict them as twin Hollywood. I, I mean, I completely exposed the truth about Hollywood, especially in 39 in all my movie episodes. But I've exposed Hollywood, and that's exactly why it's every single scene is by design. They do that first interrogation scene first, depicting them as Twin Flames, and then very shortly after in the following scene is when it's the Dark Knight of the Souls depiction because they know exactly what they're doing in Hollywood, and every single scene, every single detail of those movies is by design. So they depict them, Batman and Joker, as Twin Flames, and then they depict Batman in the dark night of the souls rising. And so this is precisely what happened with me, pretty much in that first one last September, Yah opened my eyes a little bit and he was starting to open my eyes to Catholicism. He was opening my eyes to Michelle, my twin flame. He was opening my eyes to love and all that stuff. So he opened my eyes first and then on the second one was when he was rebuilding me, when my hedge was removed. So Yah is going to use both of these periods. And so as far as the runner and chaser, pretty much each twin is going to have to run and chase sufficiently. You're both going to have to have both periods where you do both. And so really, I'm going to cover a couple points, really, as far as this podcast series goes. So first, I'll go through some timelines for you. So pretty much to just show how this plan is so destined and how this is, it's all Yah's plan. It's all his work. I just want to show this for you that pretty much if you go back to season one over here, if you go to episode 16, um, that episode is if you love something, let it go. And if you'll notice in that episode description, I put like recorded, edited in July or whatever. And the episode came out in August. So pretty much at the very end of July was when me and Michelle went into physical separation. We energetically repelled each other pretty much and we went into physical separation. That was at the end of July of 2019. And then in August of 2019, I put episode 16 out. And what you will see through that episode is I put an episode description, recorded, edited, July, because pretty much, and what you'll also see in episode description is it says, as requested, because pretty much months before I even put that episode out, I had on Instagram said like, all right, I put like something out because I was just starting my podcast and I needed topics to speak about. I was asking people, I'm like, all right, what should I speak about on my podcast? I'm like, give me some topics to speak about. One of them was my friend Sam said, explain um, the quote, if you love something, let it go. If it comes back, it's yours forever. If it doesn't, it wasn't meant to be or something like that. So. In July, at the beginning of July, I recorded that episode, had it all ready or whatever, and I didn't put it out till August, but I recorded it, whatever. Then at the end of July, Michelle dips out pretty much. We dip out from each other's lives. And then I feel a completely different way about if you love something, let it go, whatever, which is exactly why I put the episode out that I have recorded, but I made the note. I'm like, oh, recorded in July because I needed Michelle to know I'm like, these are my old thoughts. I'm like, because when I recorded it, I was happy. I had Michelle in my life. Like I was content, whatever. And then it, it, it rocked my world when me and Michelle left each other's lives. So that's why I needed to put in there. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I need Michelle to know, like, this isn't my thoughts right now because I was broken at that point. I was really hurt at that point, honestly. And that's what I'm saying is like, Yah has to strip everything away from you. Like, and even before I knew it was Yah, even before I knew what, what was even going on before I even knew that Yah was going to save me, like Yah takes a lot of stuff away from you. And that includes your twin a lot of the time, because the only way that you're going to, the only way for me to get to how I am now and to be this person and to be saved by Yah, Michelle had to leave my life. We had to repel each other. If she just stayed and I was just content living my life, I would still be in false spirituality. I would still be serving my flesh. I would still be watching pro sports. I would still be condemned. I would still be destined to be going to hell. But because Michelle dipped out from my life and because it made me face myself, and this is how it's Yah's plan. It's all by design. It's all to get you back home to Yah. It's Yah's work. That's why Yah sets you up with this situation because he knows what it will do when your twin leaves because it will make you face yourself because it's your perfect mirror so when your perfect mirror that was just reflecting to you once they leave and that mirror is not there to reflect to you anymore you have to look within yourself and that's the whole point and that's how you'll bring all the darkness to the light and finally get to who you're destined to be really and live your true purpose. So that's really just the timeline as far as episode 16 and then all my episodes leading up to now was I was in physical separation with Michelle and that's why I'm that's why I'm giving you the dates so you could go and see my Instagram content all the way from then up until now and see my podcast where you could see what it looks like where you have to put in work. I was hurting back in July, August, September of 2019, I was hurting, but I still put out the podcast episodes. I wasn't even speaking for Yah. I wasn't even reading from the word, but I was still putting those episodes out. And even though I was hurt, that's what was building me. That's how Yah was strengthening me before I even knew it was Yah strengthening me. Because all along our whole lives, it was Yah, but we just don't realize it until Yah saves us pretty much but I was hurting, but I was still putting out Instagram content, I was still putting out my podcast and that's why I give the date to you so you could go and see what it looked like this whole time to grow and to put in work and to face yourself and not keep running for myself and not keep chasing my twin. I'm like, all right, well, Michelle is gone. So I'm like, I gotta face myself and and put in work and that's how I got to where I am now. And that's why I have so much love for Michelle is because in a sense, she got me here. And she made me realize what it's like to love myself, to love other people, too. And honestly, so another example and just another detail for you is speaking of last September, I put out really an important episode at the time was my episode 18, what really happened to Mac Miller. And pretty much that's important for several reasons. And this is also showing how I'm going to explain a lot of points with this episode, but pretty much. And to show how important Michelle was with this was pretty much I, in that episode, I exposed, I don't even know which point to start with when it comes to this Mac episode, but pretty much what I'm saying is before I even speak about the twin flames, just when it comes to spiritual truths, you can hear in that episode, I was coming to spiritual truths. Yeah, I was helping me to see spiritual truths through that Mac episode and through that research. That's what led me to the spiritual truths. I was already getting to spiritual truths at this point. And really just a side point, all these people that whenever the celebrities die and they're just like, OK, and they just don't even think about it. Like if these people would just take a second to actually look into these deaths, that's how I came to spiritual truth was I was trying to solve Mac Miller's murder, which I did. In the episode, you can hear me literally solve it before I I didn't even know what was going on. I had no idea up is I, I was living in. The, the wrong backwards world at the time. But I still somehow figured that out because Yah showed it to me before I even knew it was Yah. And that's how all these people, like ironically, I got the spiritual truth because I was I solved the Matt case. And so I'm just saying all these people that whenever it comes out a celebrity dead, they're just like, okay. And they don't even think about it. If they actually looked into what happened, they would realize the truth. that, And that's exactly what happened to me. I'm like, all right, well, I'm like, let me solve. I'm like, something's not sitting with me spiritually about this Mac Miller death. So I'm like, let me look into it. I looked into it, put a three hour episode out. And three months later, I was saved by y'all. So if people would just take a look into it, like people will say, oh, I miss this celebrity. I miss Mac Miller. i like, that was the thing is I I still cared about Mac Miller. I'm like, oh, I miss Mac. So because I cared about him, I'm like, all right, let me try and solve his murder. Like I'm saying, all these people they're like, oh, I miss Pop Smoke, I miss this person. If you really miss them that much, you would take a, a half of a look into their their life and realize why they were murdered. Or at least try to find out, but people don't even want to find out. They're just like, oh, he's dead, whatever. So if you, that's that's the ultimate irony, is these people that love the false idols, they're like, Oh, I miss this person, I love this person. Well, why don't you try and look and, and figure out what happened to them? And it might just lead you to come to real spiritual truths, like what happened to me. <laughs> So, I mean, that's just, it's just a whole mindset. Like, I just don't understand that idolatry. Like, if you really miss the person, if you really love them, you would care about why they're dead. You would want to know, how did they die? How did they overdose? You know what I mean? But people are just like, oh, they're dead. And and they just keep idolizing them, worshiping them, but they don't even want to take a half of a look to realize what actually happened to them. But really, as far as Twin Flames, that Mac Miller episode was really important for me. And really, Michelle was incredibly important in that episode for really a million reasons. But one of the reasons was before Michelle left my life, I had asked her, I'm like, should I really go through with putting this episode out? I'm like, I'm really going to expose like Mac Miller's assistant and all these people. And, and I could still remember it to this day, like Michelle was in my apartment and like she said, like pretty seriously, she's like, yeah, right. Like, I think you should put it out and I think you should expose him. Like speaking about um, Max assistant and because it was a, it took a lot for me to put that three hour episode out. And I was making really bold claims. Like now you guys just hear me speaking out boldly like it's nothing. But in that episode, like I was still I wasn't who I was at that point. So I had to. that took a lot out of me to put that episode out. And the only reason I really was able to put it out is obviously because of Yah. But ultimately, I kept thinking back to Michelle saying that to me. She's like, yeah, right, you should do it. I kept thinking back to that moment. And that was really the reassurance and the confirmation. I'm like, Michelle is right. I need to put this out. So that's just what I'm saying is the twin flames, the spiritual truth, the Hollywood industry, the light versus dark, all of it is intertwined. And it all started back in episode 18, I mean, it really started in episode one. It started before I was even born, all this. I, I, like I said in the last episode, I've been destined to record these episodes for however long, but just less intense than that, just on a smaller scale than that, you could see the where I am now. The reason I'm speaking these episodes now, exposing Hollywood now, is because of what happened in episode 18. And the only reason episode 18 happened was because, before Michelle dipped out of my life, she said, Rye, you should put that out. You should expose them. Go hard. Don't hold back and expose them. And the only reason Michelle left my life in the, in the first place was because yan needed me to repel her energetically so that I could face myself and become who I was destined to be. So. It's all from the twin flames to the dark night of the souls to the hedge removal it's all coming underneath the most high and a lot of these plans are intertwined your twin flame will be synced up with your hedge removal which will be synced up with your uh, dark night of the souls which It's all an elaborate plan underneath the Most High God, Yah Yahuwah. And He's pulling all these strings and doing things that you don't even know why you're doing it. You don't even know what you're doing or why you're doing it, but you're just doing it. And that's how you follow Yah's plan. And I'm trying to like speed up the process for you guys. That's why for me, it took, I had to go through September, then the Mac Miller episode, all these months and stuff. That's why I'm just coming to you guys. I'm like, all right, just repent, just seek Yah out the short way, the easy way, do it the easy way. I had to do it kind of the longer way. And that's really all by design. All these episodes are here so that you could see my growth from episode 16 to episode 18 to episode, where am I now? 66. Like you could see exactly how we got here. And you can also look on my Instagram at Wilson Ryan underscore underscore to see my posts in that regard and just see what was I thinking about? What was I working on? What was I doing during these times? And That's what you're going to really understand about spiritual work is that it's spiritual healing. And honestly, I really just have a few more points for this episode. And honestly, this really sometimes some of these episodes when I speak about twin flames, it's actually harder than I anticipate in explaining some of these points because it's so spiritual. So a lot of times surface words don't even do this connection justice. It's all spiritual. So. I'm actually not even certain how good this episode is going to be, how good it'll sound for you. But I mean, I'm just trying to throw some points in here, make it make sense. But the only way you're really going to understand it is by tuning in spiritually and really just seeking out the most high God. You know, it's fun to talk about twin flames, the everything like that. And it's all underneath. y'all. But really, the really important thing is is spiritual repentance, spiritual salvation. You know what I mean? So it's all intertwined, all your plans it's all you who So even your twin flame and what's going on with that or whatever, it's all, all of it's connected. So the simpler we can keep it, the easier it is. Because in this episode, it's kind of sounding a little more complicated perhaps, but I try and keep everything simple. It's all under Yah. Seek out Yah, repent to Yah, and become saved by Yah. I've been saved over here so that you could be saved. So just start seeking out Yah, reading a word, repent to Yah start harnessing love, self-control, serve your spirit, not your flesh. And this is how YAH will deliver you and save you as I've been saved. And so actually, now that I think of it, I really think I'll kind of wrap this episode up right here. Um, I covered a lot of points in this episode. Everything was spiritual and, you know, it's really hard for me to explain with physical surface words, these spiritual concepts, especially the Dark Knight of the Souls is a completely spiritual concept. So I feel like I did kind of struggle in this episode to really explain it all for you. So, you know, I did the best that I could with the Dark Knight of the Souls. And my next episode will allow me to either explain points further, add additional points. That's exactly what my next episode is for is to kind of just speak a little bit more. I have more scripture work, actually, and some light work, some good light work in the next episode as well. I'm going to get to speaking about some Apostle Paul work as well. Um, So that's going to be good. So if there's stuff that I didn't explain perfectly or in the right way, or some points that I frankly missed or messed up on in this episode, I'll cover them in my next episode. So I'm pretty sure um, I covered everything that I wanted to. So You know, if you were confused listening to this episode, as you go back and listen to my Twin Flame episodes in season two, things will make a lot more sense for you. And really, Yah Yahuwah is just trying to get you back home to him, to Yah. So really what I'll cover in my next episode is really just I'm going to cover Apostle Paul's work and really about the marriage, about everything. And I'm actually going to cover really not marrying your twin flame and actually covering the pros of not marrying your twin flame and actually either marrying someone else or maybe not marrying anyone at all. I'm actually going to cover that in my next episode. So, you know, I guess this is really kind of a to be continued into my next episode. So. Just as far as the I think that I think that's everything. So I I'll really just do a to be continued, actually. I, I wasn't even planning for this. I don't I'm not really sure how to wrap this one up. So I think I'll just do a to be continued to my next episode and I'll wrap it wrap it up over there. So we're gonna talk about Apostle Paul. We're gonna speak about both marrying your twin flame, which I've spoken about heavily before. I was really pro um trying to make those arguments for people, but now I'll actually Cover the other side and not marrying your twin flame. And then we'll debate and discuss about becoming married or, or not. And what Yah is choosing for you. If he's choosing for you to be with your twin or someone else. I'm going to cover these points. Everything's underneath you. It's his plan. Whoever you marry, whoever he sets apart for you. So whether that's your twin or not, we're going to cover that in the next episode. I'm going to hit some scripture work from Apostle Paul to help us see the truth with that. So. Just to wrap this up, the dark night of the souls is a period is a period that is meant to awaken you and it will wake you up to the fact that you're in darkness in order to bring you to the light so that you can look within yourself and expose that darkness and bring it to the light once and for all. And again, once you repent to the most high God, that's how you will start to expose the darkness, repent for your sins, repent for that darkness within you, bring it to the light. Repent to Yah Yahuwah. He will become your rock and your redeemer. He will rebuild you. He will restore you twofold to fifteenfold, and even more so. And Yahweh will remove that hedge for a period. He will wake you up for the dark night of the souls and some darkness He will have an intense period for you in an odd spiritual uh, period for you. But ultimately, Yahweh will rebuild you. He will get you where you need to be, get you, to who you need to become so that you can live your true purpose and ultimately just serve Yah, you know what I mean? That's my true purpose. So a lot of us, our true purpose can be really simple. Serve Yahuwah, repent to Yahuwah, sing loud of his deliverance. Let your lips sing of Yahuwah's deliverance and he will keep redeeming you, keep rebuilding you and keep strengthening you and lifting you up and lifting up your head. So while he might put you through the dark night of the souls, and make you open your eyes that way. Yah will open your eyes spiritually. He will lift your head up spiritually and physically. He will restore you twofold, spiritually and physically, and in many other ways. And it's twofold at least. And in a lot of ways, He'll restore you so much more than can even be counted, way more than just two times. He will fill you up. He will grab you up into His hand. He will protect you. This is Yah Yahuwah Yahuwah. Elohino the Lord our God who will do this. Yahuwah Elohino will do this for you. It's Yahuwah. And we repent in the name of Yahusha HaMashiach to Yahuwah Elahino, Yahuwah Elohai. And I, for one, am very grateful that I've been blessed with the Ruach HaKadosh, the Holy Spirit. I've been blessed with discernment and I've been blessed to understand that even periods such as the dark night of the souls were all coming from Yah Yahuwah, because in this world, the new age spirituality, they'll tell you that you're manifesting everything yourself, that the twin flame is whatever, but we know that everything over here, over here, we know that everything is coming from Yah Yahuwah. And nothing happens on this world if it's not, and nothing happens on this world if it is not allowed to happen by Yahuwah. Appreciate you. I'm going to catch you for the next episode. My Twitter is RyanMichael11. My Instagram is WilsonRyan underscore underscore. Peace, love, faith, blessings, and strength to you. Much love. Later.